Hello friends, welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam, and you guys, in today's episode, well, you're stuck with me. And the reason that Sherry Beth is not here for this episode, honestly, she's upstairs sleeping right now. And most of you will know from our YouTube channel or other social media that she's been battling uh, just a ton of health issues over the last couple of months. And those health issues, uh, just quick update, she is doing better. Today has been the best day honestly, in quite a while. So that's a huge answer to prayer. Um, But one of the things that's been impacted by this is just our sleep schedule. We're basically just sleeping whenever we can. So uh, because of some of the inconvenience she's had and sort of just uh, just the the pain and uncomfort, um, she hasn't been sleeping a full like six hours, eight hours at night. And so what we do is we sleep when we can sleep. If she can get two hours during the day, great. If she can get three hours in the evening, great. So basically just over the course of 24 hours, over the course of a day, we try to get as much sleep as possible. So uh, we're getting ready to come downstairs and record the podcast and Sherry Beth fell asleep. And I thought, you know what? The best thing that I can do right now is to let Sherry sleep. So you guys get me for this episode number nine of the Leg Life podcast. And it's actually kind of fitting, I think, that you guys get me for this episode because the thing that we were going to talk about was uh, was dive a little bit deeper into something I touched on in a recent vlog. And that is, how in the world do you take care of yourself when you're taking care of someone else? Right, Sherry and I have talked a lot about uh, her desire for me to be healthy in the season where I'm so focused on caring well for her health. Right? How do I do that? How do I ensure that I have something to give away? How do I ensure that I'm at my healthiest state so that I can help her as best as I can? And so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And this is this is just a small slice of a pie of a larger conversation that Sherry and I want to have with you. Uh, see, we want to do a podcast episode that talks about our view of rest and renewal and and healthy rhythms in life. And Sabbath is the word that we use. And so we're going to talk about that and we're going to dive deep into that on a future podcast. But this is going to be just like a little slice of that pie, just a little bit slice of the pie that only has to do with uh, kind of me taking care of myself or you taking care of yourself, ensuring that you have enough to give away. Um, one of the reasons that I hate the word self-care is I work with a lot of social workers or case managers, people with that kind of professional training. And what they've been taught is that self-care is that you work, work, work until you're on the edge of exhaustion or the edge of burnout. And then like you have a spa day or you take a bath or you get your nails done or you, right, you do something that restores just enough energy and life to you so that you can get back and then keep going on, right? You push yourself to the edge of burnout, to the edge of collapse, and then pull back just enough so that you have enough to keep going. The problem is that like, that's not, not only is it not sustainable, that's not a healthy way to live your life. But that's the way that a lot of us live our life. That's the way that a lot of helpers live their life. I think of people like doctors and nurses. I think of people uh, like case managers and social workers, just natural helpers tend to live that way. And one of the reasons they live that way is that their their industry sort of demands that. That's the, the pressure that is put on them by the norm in our world. And so how in the world do we combat that? Because here's the reality. Right now, during this time of taking care of Sherry, when there's a lot of things that she just can't do for herself, the reality is, is that the best way for me to take care of her 
is to ensure that I am taken care of, is to ensure that I have things uh, to give away, to ensure that I am healthy and rested and well. And that can seem a little bit counterintuitive and counterculture because you would think that it's like, well, you know, shouldn't I, you know, run myself ragged trying to make sure that Sherry has everything she needs? The problem with that is that what happens when I go away? What happens when I burn out? What happens when I collapse? What happens when I have nothing left to give? Right? Then all of a sudden, there's no one to help. And now I'm no good to myself and I'm no good to Sherry. And so what I want to focus on in this um, podcast, I almost said vlog, YouTube problems, uh, in this podcast especially, is are just some some practical things that I do, some practical tips and steps that I do to ensure that I am not uh, honestly on the edge of collapse and burnout. Now, I'm going to be very clear. I'm really tired right now. Uh, it has been a really hard couple of months for both of us. Uh, it's been hard physically because we're not sleeping. It's been hard emotionally because like, as someone who just absolutely loves Sherry to the end of the world and back, it's hard to watch someone that you love go through something like this. But then it's also hard to watch someone that you feel like, like I feel this, I feel this soul level spiritual commitment that I made to her to take care of her and take care for her. And we're in a situation where I feel helpless and that's draining and that's exhausting as well. And so really on every single front, life is just kind of sucked out of me. And even though I love Sherry so very much, the reality is, is I am a human with physical limits to what I can do and how much I can give. And I don't want to get to the end of those limits. And since I don't want to get to the end of those limits, there's things that I have to do to ensure that I don't. And so my approach to rest or my approach to, again, the word I hate, self-care, is a little bit different. See, I don't believe that the goal for me is to uh, get to the edge of burnout and pull back a little bit. I think the goal is to live in such a way to have rhythms of life that are so healthy that uh, I work out of a place of rest and of life rather than resting from work. And I'm going to really try to not go too deep into this because Sherry and I want to, like I said, go uh, deeper on, uh, on this topic in a podcast. But for us, rest precedes work. And the illustration I'll use from this is, is one from the Bible. See, a lot of us, and I know me even, uh, kind of heard this term growing up that, you know, well, well, you work hard and then you rest, right? You're working for the weekend. I mean, even God worked six days and rested the seventh. And it's like, well, yes. I mean, if you look at the Bible, that is true. But the problem is that, well, a couple of problems. Number one, we're not God. Surprise. But number two, um, that isn't what happened for Adam and Eve. See, Adam and Eve were created on day six. And so day seven, their day one was a day of rest. And so the experience for Adam and Eve were that they were created, they were together, and then with God, they rested. And then all of humanity, all of the human experience flowed out of rest. All of the work that they would do flowed out of rest. Rest was previous. Rest was prior. And then came work. And I don't know about you guys, but there are times in my life when, when I've tasted that, where rest came first and I got to work out of a place of just feeling rested and alive. And here's what I can tell you. I promise you that the work I do in those seasons is better. The things I do in those seasons are more inspired. 
The things I do in those seasons are just a, a better quality. They're more filled with my life and with who I am because I just feel more alive when my work flows out of rest. Rather than I push and I push and I push and I'm on the edge of exhaustion and burnout and I collapse and then I pull back just enough to be able to stumble forward through another week. And so how do you do that? Well, here's what it looks like for me. And this is one of the things that we teach in in one of the trainings that I do uh, here in Alaska for our organization is, is we sit down and we make a list. And we talk about the idea of Sabbath. You know, a lot of us, I, I know for me, Sabbath was just like, okay, that's the day, what, that's a religious day where you don't do anything. Uh, you read your Bible, you go to church, you're not allowed to work, you're right. You're like it, it sounded lame, just being totally honest. Like there's not a lot in that that sounds fun to me. Um, but the idea of Sabbath changed for me when the focus of Sabbath was on the things and the people that are giving you life, that are life giving you, the things that God has put into your life that are renewing. And so for me, I have a list, an actual list of things that I sat down and Sherry has this too. And we made a list and there's two sides to it. On one side, there are, what are the things, the ha- the hobbies, the activities, the, the things in my life that are life-giving, that when I do those things, I feel alive. For some of you, it might be things like painting. It might be things like reading or, or hiking, being out in nature. For some of you, it might be like going to the mall or shopping or just being around big crowds or sports or music. It, it could be a lot of things. But these are the things that when you do those, man, there's just something in you that comes alive. There's something in you that just feels inspired or right. And on the other side of that list, who are the people who are most life-giving to you? See, I think we all have people in our life that when their name appears on our caller ID, like we just kind of, in our insides just sort of sink. It's like, oh no, right? That person should not be on this list. Who are the people that when, when you talk to them, you just feel, you feel better. They breathe life into you. They breathe, breathe encouragement into you. They breathe hope into you. And so you have a list of, of things that are life-giving and people that are life-giving. And for me, in this season of, of one of being very tired, where both Sherry and I have had to work really hard just to, just to keep her going, uh, right? Just to take care of her, make sure her needs are met, make sure everything she needs we have. It's just been, it's been a, a exa- an exhausting season. What I have had to do is press into both sides of that list. Because the reality is, is that I am not strong enough to continue to just take care of Sherry and not remember that I also need to take care of myself so that I can take care of Sherry. And so I need to press into the things that I do that give me life and they help me come alive. And I need to press into the people and the relationships that give me life and help me come alive. And so just practically for me, uh, over this last season, it has looked like things on my, on my life giving, uh, side of the list are things even like float tanks. And so, you know what I need to do? I need to be intentional about saying, uh, I could sit here at home and just wait for Sherry to need something. The odds are she won't. I can, I can set things up so that she's fine for right an hour while I'm gone. And, and I need to go and I need to be in a place of silence and solitude. And I just need to relax and unplug and unwind and just float. Because when I'm done, I feel alive.
I need to do things like exercise my creative side of me because I feel alive when I do that. And so honestly, a lot of the Shop 49th stuff has been a creative project for me that helps me come alive. Shop 49th has not felt like a job to me. Shop 49th has not felt like a burdensome project to me. It's felt like I've gotten to use a skill that I really think God has given me. And as I use that skill, there's something in me that comes alive. And on the other side, the people, there are people that I have to press into relationship with. And so in the last week, I got to go hang out with my friend Rich until, I don't know, almost 1 a.m., I think. And we just hung out at church. And we just talked about coffee. Like, that that was kind of it. Like, it wasn't a productive meeting from a, uh, like, accomplished stuff task. But you know what my heart needed, what my soul needed? It was just to, like, sit with my friend and talk uh, and just be with him. And a couple nights ago, I went out with... Uh, some friends of mine, Jason and Brian, went and sat and talked. And gosh, we haven't been together since this whole, uh, since before the whole pandemic. This was the first time we've gotten together. But driving away from that place after spending, you know, an hour and a half with those guys who, uh, who have been a part of my life since Sherry and I were married. Uh, driving away from there, I was just, I was just alive. I had this, this life in me because I was with people who are my people. Right? I had this life in me because uh, I just, I, I, because I was with the kind of people that bring me alive. God's put those guys in my life for a reason. And I think it'd be easy to look at that situation and say, wait a second, your wife is homesick. She can't really do a lot for herself. And you went and spent an hour and a half with your friends sitting down at a brewery. Absolutely, I did. Absolutely, I did. And I will do it again for a couple reasons. Number one, Sherry wanted me to go because she knows that in this season, I need that. Now, was I negligent in that? Absolutely not. I made sure that before I left, she had all of the stuff that she needed. I had my phone. I drove separately so that in the event she called or texted, I could be home in like eight minutes, right? We put plans in place that, that if something were to happen, I could be here quickly and take care of it. But what I needed and the best way for me to, sh- to serve Sherry uh, long-term after this is to have the time and the margin to press into the things that give me life and the people and relationships that give me life. And so kind of a project I would encourage anyone who's listening to do is sit down and make that list. Sit down and make the list of the things that you believe are in your life, that you believe God has put in your life, that just you come alive when you do. And there's one thing I want to kind of give you. uh, If you're anything like me, I have found that when life gets busy or when life gets hard or when the crap hits the fan, those things on that side of the list, for whatever reason, are the things that normally go first. When life gets hard for me, my creativity goes out the window. When life gets hard for me, the time and the margin to do things like float tanks go out the window. In the summer, one of the things I really love to do is to get out into nature here in Alaska and just go for a hike and be in the middle of the woods and look around and feel like you're the only person in the world. But when life is hard in the summer, I don't feel like I have the time to go do that. And so the things on the left-hand side of the list are probably the ones that, uh, that might have that you might feel the farthest from. And then on the right-hand side of the list, when it comes to people, 
I have found that uh, when life gets really hard, those relationships that tend to be very deep and very life-giving, for whatever reason, without intention, can tend to become somewhat shallow and surface. Not that they're shallow and surface relationships, but some of the interactions aren't as deep as I need them to be in my moment of pain or in my moment of need. And so I have to pursue those people. I have to call a friend and say, you know what? Like, I really need to be with you. Like, I haven't been really great about uh, initiating a relationship. I haven't been really great about being a friend lately. And this season really sucks. And I think that you're somebody that is for me, not against me. And, And I always feel more alive when I'm with you. Could we just go get coffee? Or could we just go have a beer? Or could we just, like, could you just come over? Could we just be together? Because, like, I really need that. Sometimes it takes that kind of a conversation. Sometimes it takes being that bold in a relationship. uh, Because those are the people that give you life. Those are the people that help you get through this. And here's what I know from my experience. As I press into the things and the people that God has put in my life to give me life, it doesn't feel like I'm on the edge of burnout collapsing and then I barely have enough to get up and going. It feels like I'm rested and I'm renewed and I have the strength actually to carry on, the strength to keep going. It feels like I get to work out of my rest rather than rest from my work. It feels like I get to face the next week not knowing what it's going to uh, include when it comes to Sherry's health or caring for Sherry. I get to face that week not with a sense of like dread or like, man, I, I don't know if I have what it takes to make it through, but with a sense of like, we've got this. Like we're going to get through this, whatever comes this next week, like we're going to get through this. And so for me, that's been, that has been one of the things that has been so, uh, so important to me. But even in that, I'm tired still. And some of that I think is important to remember that you can be experiencing uh, both renewal and exhaustion. Because I feel like for me, I'm experiencing like a soul level renewal in this. The friends that I got to spend time with this last week and the things that I've gotten to do creatively this last week uh, are helping me inside feel alive, even though my body feels tired. So you know what? I need to take more naps. (laughs) I I need to not be on Instagram live quite so late every night. I know that kind of stuff. But that is one of the things that is helping me go on. This is not selfish. It could be viewed as selfish. I understand that. In fact, that's one of the things that I think uh, our culture has done is our culture looks at stuff like this and says, man, what a, what a selfish thing. Like I said earlier, your wife is homesick. She can't really help herself. And you're going to hang out with some guys at a bar at a brewery. Yeah. Because like, that's what I need. Like for me to care well for Sherry, I have to care well for myself. For you to care well with whoever it is in your situation as you listen to this, you have got to care well for yourself. I've shared my story of burnout on Instagram lives and I'll share it on the podcast here someday when we talk about Sabbath. But I know that me, even as strong of a person as I am, even as uh, just kind of as capable of a leader as I am, even as much of a workaholic and go, go, go person as I am, I am not strong enough to do this forever without pressing into the people and the things that renew my soul. Because bad things happen to me And bad things happen to you when you press on for a season 
too long and you don't press into this kind of stuff. We were designed to work out of our rest, not rest from our work. And so we need to, pri- to prioritize the things that, that help us rest and that are renewing and that are life-giving to us. And so friends, that's how I've been caring for myself in this season as I try really hard to care well for Sherry. I understand uh, the things that I need in my life to help me get through this. I understand the people that I need in my life to help me get through this. I understand that I am not strong enough in my own to just do it on my own. This is not one of those like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just suck it up and get through it kind of thing. I I think that's really an unhealthy view of anything. And so I stop and I rest and I press into the things, into the people that God's put there to give me life. And that gives me enough to carry on. It gives me enough to face the next week feeling even though I'm physically tired, I feel emotionally and spiritually uh, renewed and alive. And that ultimately is what I need. So you guys, a little bit different of a podcast episode today, right? Um, As I mentioned, Sherry and I are going to talk about kind of our full Sabbath, our full rest and renewal experience that will touch on a lot of the things I talked about today. But just kind of go deeper into that. Go deeper into the the why of, of Sabbath. Go into uh, a little bit more of the why of rest. We'll talk a little bit, as I just got a notification on my phone. I'm sure you guys heard that. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of our healthy rhythms in life. We'll talk a little bit more about how we've been intentional and how you have to be intentional to make sure those happen. But this is the kind of thing that um, this is the kind of thing that I have had to do and had to be intentional about. And I think that it's really important in all of our lives. Now, you might be going through a season where like, you know what, like I'm not, I'm not caring, you know, for anybody who's, who's dealing with heavy stuff. Life's going pretty sweet right now. I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm really glad about that. But here's what I'll say. If that's you, like praise God for the situation you're in right now. But I've always found that do the hard work before you get into a place where you need it. And so even if this doesn't feel like something that really speaks to you right now, I would love it for you to be intentional about making that list of of things that are life-giving to you and people that are life-giving to you so that when the storm comes, when things come, you have a tangible thing to say, you know what, in this time, in order to make it through, these are the kind of things and these are the kind of people that I need to press into. So it's my advice to you. It's been my advice to me. It's something that Sherry and I have both done and we have found uh, over the years since we have done this countless, countless, countless times, this has come to our rescue without a doubt. And so in our kind of Sabbath episode, we'll talk about what this looks like on a daily and a weekly rhythm for us. But there you go, guys. That's my thought on that. This is, this is the Adam podcast 1.0 where it's just been me. Episode nine is just me. Now you guys know I end every episode asking two questions. Well, Sherry's not here. So I'm going to answer them just for myself. Uh, And the questions we always end our podcast with is who is someone that has been inspiring to you lately? Or what is something that has been bringing you joy? And to me, um, my answer this week is a someone. And it's my friend, Justin. A lot of you guys will know Justin Zachman from uh, our Z-Roll. You know, Justin and I have been... 
uh, I don't want to say loosely connected because I've considered us friends for a long time, but it seems like this year we're being more intentional about our friendship. We, uh, we've, we've already been on Zoom together a few times. We have more times planned on the calendar. Uh, we've been just like communicating more back and forth. And Justin is one of those people, and this is always like such a, this is always such a cool thing. I talked about that list on the right-hand side where it's like the people that are just like life-giving. Those are your people. One of the most beautiful things in life is when you get to pull out your pen and you get to add a name, right? You can say, you know what? Like there's now another person on this list. And Justin has been that for me. Like we haven't had super deep life-changing conversations, but we've had the kind of conversations that, you know what, when I, when I hit end on a Zoom call, it's just like this contented sigh of like, man, like I needed that right? Like I'm just, my soul is better because uh, of that time. And, and I just so appreciate him. And I've really appreciated that the more I've gotten to know him, the more I just think, uh, I just think the world of him. And so, so to me, the, the person who has been both inspiring to me and bringing me joy has been Justin. He has been a voice of encouragement to me as we've uh, stepped into some different projects. He's just been a voice of support. He's been a voice of just positivity, positivity and hope through all of this kind of stuff. And, and you know, it's, it's those kind of voices on the right-hand side of that list that get us through. And so, so for me this week, he's, he's at the top of that list, someone that I'm just super, super thankful for. And, and honestly, if, uh, if I'm feeling this well connected to him and it's February, I'm pretty stoked to see where our friendship goes over the rest of 2021. He really is just one of those people that I'm, uh, the more I get to know, the more I just, I genuinely believe that God has him in my life for a reason. And hopefully he feels, uh, hopefully, hopefully he feels that same way. What if right now Justin's listening to this and he's like, Oh geez, I got to, st- I'm stuck with this guy. That's probably what he's thinking. I bet right now Justin is eating Taco Bell because he has a significant Taco Bell addiction. Justin will talk about that at some point in our friendship. Um, but what if he's just like, ah, crap. <laughs> I was I was looking for a way out. Now I'm like, nope. I said it on the podcast, Justin. You're stuck with me. So there you go, friends. I hope that this podcast topic was, was, was life-giving to you. I hope that this is something. And here's what I know. I know that there are some people that needed to hear this. And the reason I say that is that I know there was a time in my life when I needed to hear this. I need to hear that I needed to hear that it wasn't selfish to take care of myself. I needed to hear that it was okay to give myself space to do the things that I enjoyed. I needed to hear that it was okay to make time for the people that I just liked being around. It, there's something sometimes about somebody else giving you permission that unlocks something in our brain. So if you're listening to this, you're worth those things. Like, you are worth taking care of yourself so you can care well for those around you. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's yourself, right? Maybe you're in a place in life where you're just like, you know what? Like, I, I don't feel like I have anything to give anybody else, even myself. What are the things that when you do, you come alive? do those. This next week, make that list and do one of those things. Do two of those things. Make the list of people. And this next week, call or text one or two of those people. Be intentional about this. Don't let this be just like a good idea on a podcast where we're like, oh, that's a neat idea. And then we never do anything with it. Because if you're anything like me, as you implement this stuff in your life, it becomes contagious. And so I get off the Zoom call with Justin, and you know what I want? I want another Zoom call with Justin. 
I spend time being creative. You know what I want? I want more creativity. I get out of a float tank and you know what I want? I want to book my next appointment. I hang out with my friends at a brewery and I'm like, man, when can I get together with them again? Because it feeds something that inside most of us just is dry. And I think that that's what happens when we press into these things that these gifts in our life that God's given us is it makes us want more of that stuff. So friends, there you go. I've rambled long enough. Love you guys a whole bunch. Uh, thanks for listening. Just so you guys know, this is episode number nine, I think I said. And we've had over 3,000 people listen to the Leg Life podcast since we launched this thing. And it's been so fun. This has been such a cool project. Sherry and I are absolutely loving this. Uh, again, super bummed that Sherry wasn't here for this one. She will be back in the future. She is really loving doing these podcasts, which just, again, makes me so, so happy. So friends, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope that you know that you are loved and that we are so glad you're a part of our community. You can connect with us on Instagram. It's just Leg Life AK. You can connect with us by searching Leg Life on Facebook. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Leg Life. It's L-E-G-G-L-I-F-E. And some of you guys will know. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying the other content we're making online, uh, and you want to support us in a financial way, you actually can become a Patreon uh, patron over at our Patreon. We launched it earlier today, and the response, holy cow, has been more than we expected. Uh, you can just go to patreon.com slash leglife. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash leglife. And that's one of the ways you can support this podcast and all of the other things that Sherry and I are doing. Friends, we love you. And we'll see you on the next Leg Life podcast.